Welcome to Words and Ways, a mini podcast from Young Life, where our goal is to get to know and become more like Jesus each day. One of the best ways to do this is to spend time in God's Word. But sometimes, the stories in the Bible get so familiar that we might stop expecting to see and learn new things. So join us each week as we dive into Scripture, believing that there's always more to see, always more to learn, and always more to experience. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 45. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea to visit her relatives Zechariah and Elizabeth. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Elizabeth and Mary might have been the two most unlikely mothers of all time, but in every other way, they were as different as two women could be. Elizabeth was married to a prestigious priest, descended from a priestly family herself, and, according to Luke, was very old. Mary was unmarried, engaged to a simple carpenter, came from a small town, was a virgin, and was probably pretty young. Neither of them should have been thinking about pregnancy at this moment in their lives. But as so often happens in the Bible and God's story, what shouldn't or can't happen naturally does happen supernaturally. Before the angel Gabriel visited Mary, he first visited Elizabeth's husband, Zechariah, while he was serving in the most sacred part of the temple. Gabriel told Zechariah that his elderly barren wife was going to miraculously bear a son who would be great in the eyes of God, would be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth, would turn many people to God, would have the power of Elijah, one of the greatest prophets of all time, would prepare the people for the coming of the Lord, and would cause those who were rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. That's an astonishing long list of reasons to rejoice and be glad. But Zechariah just said, how can I be sure that this will actually happen. I mean, I'm old, 
and so is my wife. According to Luke, Zechariah was a righteous man. He was careful to follow and obey God. He was also a faithful religious leader and priest, devoted to God's laws and God's love. Even so, he doubted the angel's message. But he shouldn't have, because the thing is, there were plenty of other elderly barren women throughout biblical history who had miraculously born children through God's gracious intervention. Zechariah knew those stories. He told and taught those stories to the people probably over and over again. But when it came time for him to receive the same message and the same gracious miracle, for some reason, he didn't believe it was possible. But soon after returning home to his wife, she became pregnant, just as the angel had promised. And six months after that, the very same angel appeared to Mary, Elizabeth's much younger relative, with a similar message. She, too, would miraculously bear a son who would be very great, would be called the Son of the Most High, was destined for the throne of David, would reign over God's people forever, and whose kingdom would never end. That's an astonishingly long list of reasons to rejoice and be glad. But Mary said, How can this happen? I'm a virgin. According to Luke, Mary was a favored woman, and God was with her. Even so, she had reasonable questions that the angel willingly and carefully answered. The words of Zechariah and Mary to the angel sound almost the same, but meant exactly the opposite. Zechariah disbelieved something that he should have known was possible because he knew the stories about Sarah and Hannah and all the other women who had children long past when it was humanly possible. Mary was simply confused about something that was not only humanly impossible, but that had never before happened in the whole history of humankind. There was no precedent for a virgin birth. Of course she wondered about it. Of course she asked for understanding. For this was an entirely new thing that God was going to do through her. A young woman with no social standing, no vocational prestige, no fame, and no fortune. God sees our hearts. He knows our thoughts and attitudes. And even when they fall short, like Zacharias did, and even when we have questions, like Mary did, he still moves forward with his good plans and good purposes. Isn't it strange that the angel didn't visit Elizabeth? the woman who so desperately wanted a child and the one who would carry the child in her body for nine months and then feed the child from her body for several years. Why did God send the angel to her husband, Zachariah? Maybe it's because God knew there'd be no chance that Zachariah would believe the message if it arrived secondhand. Maybe it's because he knew that Zechariah needed a good dose of supernatural reality at that very moment of his life. But the story doesn't tell us why the angel didn't visit Elizabeth. It does tell us, though, how she responded when she was visited six months later, not by an angel, but by Mary, her young relative, and the mother of Jesus.
God has blessed you above all women, she said to Mary, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? I suspect that if Elizabeth had her choice, she would have chosen that visit over an angel visit any day. Mary visited Elizabeth when Elizabeth was six months pregnant, and the story says she stayed with Elizabeth for about three months. So I wonder if she was there when Elizabeth's baby, John, was born, in probably very different circumstances than her own son would be born just six months later. Maybe she was able to experience through her relative Elizabeth what she herself would soon experience on her own. Labor, delivery, physical weariness and pain, birth, and new life. As we wait during the Advent season to celebrate the birth of our Savior, let's join our voices with both Mary's and Elizabeth's. With Mary, may we say, I am your servant, Lord. I believe your words. May everything you have planned and prepared for me come true. And with Elizabeth, may we say, Why am I so honored that the Lord himself, God in flesh, Emmanuel, should visit not just my planet, but should visit me? Revel in the story of Mary and Elizabeth. Rejoice in the wonder of the Incarnation, because it changes everything about everything for everyone who believes. Because Emmanuel, God, is with us. Thanks for joining us in the words and ways of Jesus. Check out the program notes for written scripts, discussion questions, and additional resources. Our hope is that the words and ways of Jesus transform your mind, fill your heart, and encourage your soul today and every day.